Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We should tell you that the iCubs held the popular dog days at the park and- We already had that story. What? How, how long have we been friends? You're the godmother of my children. Our families vacation together in Bondurant. My sweet mother knits booties for your baby. And this is how you repay me. Um, I'm sorry. I, I stay in my lane, I'm a professional. Hard for me to get mad at Erin. I mean, she did give me a kidney, but she's stealing my material. Anyway, how is Cubby Bear? Uh, yeah, he's, he's great. He's yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. Hard for me to pick between my dear friend Erin, who saved my wife from choking on a Funyun, and the honor and dignity of WHO. <sighs> Please. Shut your damn face, you script steal. We'll be right back without sports. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off on this holiday weekend. Keith Murphy alongside John Sears. You okay? You seemed a little irritated at Aaron. I'm fine. You stay in your lane. We don't have a problem. Got it. I don't do news stories, weather stories. I do sports stories. We won't have a problem. Hot topic tonight. 515-282-9010. Thousands of Hawkeye fans make a run for Omaha as Iowa makes a run at the Big Ten tournament title. Iowa reminds its fans, hey, baseball is fun. Hawks come up short, losing 8-7 Ohio State, a team Iowa had already beaten two days ago in dramatic comeback fashion. You can sound off on this game or any other hot topic. There are a few. 515-282-9010. Bryce Dijon Jones is dead. The police say the former cyclone broke down a door in Dallas and entered an apartment in the middle of the night. He was shot as an intruder. Dijon Jones' agent told the Associated Press Bryce was visiting his daughter on her first birthday, got in an argument with her mom, and left. When he returned, he was on the wrong floor. The agent speculates Dijon Jones thought his girlfriend locked him out, and that started a tragic chain reaction. Texas is the last place you want to kick down the wrong door. Dijon Jones had found trouble before, but nothing like this. Whatever Dijon Jones' failings, bleeding out in a state of confusion is an awful way to go. He was just 23 years old. 
how bad was the investigative report into the Baylor football program? Bad enough that the Regents fired a brilliant cash-generating coach. Art Riles always came across as likable, and he proved himself an offensive genius. But Briles' power and hubris apparently led him down a path of moral bankruptcy. Briles oversaw a culture where winning football was put ahead of the safety of women on campus. Rape victims were coerced into not coming forward. Recruits were welcomed, even after they attacked women. Sexual assault allegations were ignored. It's all disgusting. I mean, I love football, but it's just a damn game. Baylor is a Baptist school founded on Christian principles, which is why President Ken Starr and Athletic Director Ian McCaw must follow Bryles out the door. Either they knew what was going on and ignored it, for which they should be fired, or they did not know and they should be fired. We can't blame coaches or administrators for every criminal move made by players. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen everywhere, including here but it cannot be ignored. That makes for a culture of no accountability and complete entitlement, which is why Baylor should clean house. After the stench of that story, I needed a reminder why I love sports, and the Splash Brothers came through. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson combined for 72 points at Oklahoma City, but numbers don't do it justice. If you saw the fourth quarter, you'll never forget it. If you didn't see it, I can't explain it. And apparently, Merriam-Webster is now defined as a joke. Hot dog is a sandwich? What's next, John? Cereal is a soup? Well, we'll have more on the hot dog later in the show. Keith, (laughs) I think this run by the Hawkeye baseball team shows just how much we love the underdog. And when it's Iowa as the underdog, Hawkeye fans eat that up. Iowa was the eighth seed at the Big Ten tournament, not really expected to do anything. But the Hawks got hot at the right time, and by Sunday afternoon, almost 9,000 Hawkeye fans were in Omaha. The Cinderella story came up one run short, but it shows Iowa baseball can move the meter, even if it's just a little. What a job by Rick Heller. Heller has transformed Iowa into a consistent winner. I think Gary Barta deserves a lot of credit as well. Barta has been under fire during his time in Iowa, but you can't argue with the Heller hire. In fact, one could argue it's the best hire Barta has made, right alongside Fran McCaffrey. I think the Big Ten tournament makes for a great week of baseball, but the tourney's format is odd. Double elimination all week, then once you get to the championship, it's one game, winner take all. Iowa only lost once all week. So did Ohio State. Wouldn't it be right to have one more game and make it a true double elimination tournament? Finally, I think Golden State is going to win Game 7 tomorrow in Oakland and move on to the NBA Finals. I have no idea how the Warriors won Game 6 over the Thunder. Actually, I do. OKC choked and Klay Thompson put on one of the greatest shooting displays in history. Warriors-Cavs Finals. I hope that's what we've all been waiting for. We saw it last year, but I think there's even more at stake here. I think LeBron is really going, well, first of all, the Cavs are healthy, but LeBron is going to try to make the point that, hey, uh, this talk about somebody else being the best player in basketball, premature. Yeah, and he's got Kyrie Irving, he's got Kevin Love, uh, both healthy. If you're an odds maker right now, say say it's Warriors-Cavs, we're speculating right now, Warriors-Cavs, who's the favorite? I, it, to me, it's it seems like, a, like it's the Cavs, but I, they, do, I believe they that played too. much weaker competition. By the mm-hmm. way, you know how many assists Oklahoma City had in the all-important fourth quarter last night? One. Zero. 
zero That's assists. That's team basketball. All right, let's get to uh, some calls here. We'll start in West Des Moines where uh, Jim has Hawkeye baseball on his mind. Jim, did you, did you follow the tournament? I did a little bit. I watched it with my uh, roommate. He's a big Iowa fan. I'm an Iowa State fan, but I just think the double elimination didn't really count today, and I think that's disappointing. Yeah, I, a lot of fans, and Jim, I get it. A lot of fans are complaining about it. It, it is odd, of course. Now, look, uh, if it, Iowa would have won, no one, be no one would be but, complaining. But it, it's a weird rule. Everybody understands the rules when the tournament starts, mm-hmm. so complaining about it after it bites you is, I think, kind of a bad look. But uh, there's probably a couple factors here. One is concerns about pitching if you go all the way into a double elimination tournament. The other is likely television. You know, they want mm-hmm. to schedule a one-game winner-takes-all championship, which is what they did. And uh, yeah. Iowa would have liked to have had yeah, another game. Because you don't want to have that first game, what, at 9 a.m. when not many people are watching on Memorial Day weekend. And then maybe there's a game, too, after that. Maybe there's not. You lose a whole lot of audience. Right, you're not sure. And I think the Buckeyes, I think this was their sixth game in, like, four days today. So they had already played a lot of games. Montgomery's in Fort Dodge. You keep your eye on this tournament, uh, Montgomery? Oh, Montgomery? I yeah, that was uh, taking too long there. Don't forget we are on a uh, quick delay here, so please listen to your phone. We'll get a quick thought. Sounds like it's a uh, somber one from Dodger Denny. Dodger Denny? Hi, guys. How's it going? I heard, I heard about the story last night. I think it's sad, but like I've been hearing, you can't just break a door down and expect this. you know, it's just sad. No, it, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a bad decision. We have... We have learned more, at least in the, the account of Bryce Dijon Jones' agent. As I mentioned in Murphy's Law, it appears he got into an argument with the mother of his daughter. It was her, the daughter's one-year birthday coming up here. And according to his agent, uh, Dijon Jones left the apartment to cool off. He came back, and since this was uh, one of the first times, if not the first time he had been at this apartment, he went to the wrong floor. He was one a floor up. One. A floor up right above her apartment and when he was knocking on the door the agent speculated that he felt like the girlfriend had locked him out and that was making him increasingly more angry or one agitated. thing leads to another he Some feels like that, he needs to be in the apartment so yes. he starts kicking down the door and it's just uh, a snowball effect from there and uh if you're the resident of the apartment that's being broken into you're yelling at him. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I, it's hard to imagine that anybody wouldn't do what he did in his situation as well. It, especially if you're in he's Texas. Scared. He's scared. Yeah. He, you know, he, but this does make a little bit more sense, John, because yeah. when this first happened, didn't you hear from people going, the guy's got an NBA contract. What's he doing breaking in to an apartment? Well, this I, makes no sense. I think you saw that headline and you thought that he was just walking up to a random apartment and just knocking the door down and just looking for right. anything to steal or anything. But as more facts come out, more that, that's obviously not the yep. case. Uh, he was trying to get back into his uh, daughter's mother's apartment. Yeah. And, boy, those had to be some confusing final minutes for uh, of the his the resident life. and wow. Bryce, yeah. 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 Uh, time for twins with a local connection. And the first one here, um, Channel 13 news reporter and anchor Jody Whitworth is a twin of uh, the Today Show's Tamron Hall, according to Michael Powers. What do we think, twin? <laughs> Hadn't thought about it. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's, that is pretty good. That's pretty a, good. That's a flattering comparison. Two yeah. very beautiful ladies. Jeff says Connor Cook of Michigan State and Justin Hartley of Young and the Restless. John, you watch this. Could be <laughs> twins. Do we agree? Wow. Another one. Nicely done today.
complicated sporting event in the world is coming to Brazil. Oh boy. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Highbird writes, love NCAA football, but this win-at-all-cost culture has made me a skeptic of all programs. Penalty needs to equal the crime. Hashtag Baylor. Old Spice, our director, Chad, says, I think I have a good reason to miss the show tonight. I'm in Indiana after watching the 100th Indy 500. Excused absence right there. The Olympics are nine weeks, four days, 11 hours, 13 minutes, and 43 seconds away. And that's what's bugging Andy. Guys, it's nearly June, which is the start of summer, which will feature the 2016 Summer Olympic Games from Brazil. Well, at this point, Brazil is still working out the final details. You know, constructing Olympic venues, all of them, pollution everywhere, infrastructure, road just collapsed and killed nine people, government, she gone. Well, for those of us interested in the Olympics, this is certainly bad news, but it's hardly surprising. I mean, it's Brazil. What did you think was gonna happen? it was always going to be a mess. It's like the time you let your kid cut his own hair. <laughs> what was the IOC thinking? Sure, we'll put this multi-billion dollar, super complicated international sporting event in the hands of a country best known for piranhas and bikini waxes. <laughs> what could go wrong? Well, the answer is everything. I mean, the president was impeached. There's rioting in the streets. Rio is as violent as ever. And the waterways are more choked with trash than the Jack Tri Stadium parking lot on the weekend of the Cyhawk game. Look, we all like Brazil. I mean, it's like that wild and crazy college friend you've got who never settled down. The one who brings a different hot girlfriend to everyone's wedding but you know how to plan for him, right? I mean, you put away the really good liquor when you invite him over, and most importantly, you tell him the event begins an hour earlier than it actually does so that he's there on time. Well, the IOC should have done that with Brazil, right? Say, hey, Rio, congrats on landing the games. Eh, little wrinkle this time. We're actually gonna hold them in 2015, so make sure you're ready. Of course, they won't be, but then they've actually still got another year to get ready. But it's too late now. Look, you invite wild dogs to Thanksgiving, you get a big mess. You give the Olympics to the place that gave us the blowgun and the thong swimsuit for men, you get, <laughs> well, what? They've got two more months. We'll wait and see. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Next on Sound Off, who's in your five? It kind of has something to do with this. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. In regards to Bryce Dijon Jones, Don writes, one is asking for it anytime they break into an apartment for any reason. Even had he broken into the right place, this outcome still would have been justified. Sad, but something that he brought upon himself. Aaron writes in regards to the scandal at Baylor, two words, death penalty. 
Character, honor, integrity should be the core of our universities. Universities are led by people who will make mistakes, but when they put the molestation of children or the raping of young women behind winning and turning a profit, they've crossed a line that should never be crossed. Uh, for sure, but Ooh. I think uh, we've already learned that we didn't learn much from mm -hmm. Penn State. Who's in your five as we head into this Memorial Day weekend? Sports stars who died serving our country. At number five, Eddie Grant played a thousand major league games for several teams, joined the Army, died on the battlefields of France in 1918. First former major leaguer killed in action, he was 33. Charlie Paddock, known for char chariots of fire, the American sprinter won gold at the 1920 Olympics in the 100 meter dash. Marine Corps captain Paddock served in uh, World War II, then died in a plane, or served in World War I, died in a plane crash in World War II. Bob Kalsu, former Oklahoma star, left the Buffalo Bills to fight in Vietnam, killed in action. Pat Tillman left the NFL after 9-11 to be an Army Ranger, killed by friendly fire. And number one, Niall Kinnock won the Heisman Trophy at Iowa, left law school after one year to join the Naval Air Reserve, went active right before Pearl Harbor. June 2nd, 1943, his plane crashed on a training mission. Kinnock's body was never found like his number Nile was 24. And we just got word that uh, a former guest of the show several times, Jeremy Stevens, won his fight today. Little May know him as a little heathen. A unanimous decision for Jeremy Stevens. Adam in Des Moines with a thought on Hawkeye baseball. Adam? Hey, guys. Uh, interesting. Uh, from Des Moines, but went to school in Omaha. So saw my fair share of college world series games but interesting setup um is you know double elimination yeah but um i think we all knew that going in you know it's easy to complain now but um obviously when you get to omaha regardless if you are in the winner's bracket um or lose a game and come back kind of like ohio state did it's two out of three but um i do like the one game format it's easy to see both sides but i think that's all why we like to see march madness that one time moment anybody can win one game so I see both sides of it, but um, I, I just like to see um, all the Hawkeye fans that came out to Omaha and, you know, the baseball team get the recognition that, you know, probably didn't, didn't deserve uh, or really get last year when they were doing really well, but it's nice to see people getting on the Hawkeye sports baseball too as well. So They, they thanks, did guys. too. You see the crowds right there. About 10,000 yeah. fans showed up. And it was an exciting game. Well, he didn't want to do it. He did not. But for the great cause, coaches versus cancer. Oh, no. Dolph agreed to interview his arch nemesis. Oh. Yeah, look, he's, you can tell he's not happy. It's next. From the Iowa Hawkeyes on Instagram, a young Iowa Hawkeyes fan starts the Iowa chant during the Big Ten championship game against the Ohio State Buckeyes, that photo from Brian Ray at HawkeyeSports.com. He takes some great pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, that's from Herky the Hawk on Instagram. He didn't want to do it, but for coaches versus cancer, Dolph did it. The voice of the Hawkeyes interviewed the voice of the Cyclones. Yes, I have to do this. You better do a big check for me after this. Uh, you're not rolling yet. Just so you know that this is going out to a lot of people, something you're not used to, uh, talking in front of a microphone where people will actually listen to it, coherent people, intelligent people, so please be on your best behavior. Okay. 
This is Gary Dolphin, voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, John, how many years have you been the uh, voice of the uh, uh, that other team? 13 years, Dolph. Visiting with 13-time Iowa Broadcaster of the Year runner-up, John Walters of uh, University of Iowa State. Are they keeping you against your will there, or is this something you want to do? For the most part, yes. I, I, I'm there on my own. Why is every time you play me, why is that your Super Bowl? Well, um, you're the only one that calls it that. But because we beat you so often, it probably makes you think that we extend some extraordinary amount of effort when we play you. Well, let's, let's get beat us in what? Women's tennis? Well, men's basketball the last three years, women's basketball this year, gymnastics this year. The team managers? Year, women's cross Gymna Did you hear that? Did, see, he just brought up gymnastics. The Iowa State University, home of women's gymnastics. Right? Yeah, proudly. Go Jay Ronay. Make the shirts now. <laughs> oh, I love those guys, both of them. Over, under. Overrated, the hot dog gets all the glory at the ballparks. A little overpriced, underrated walking taco. Get with Doritos, not Fritos, like a full meal in a bag. Man, uh, I do love a good walking taco. Mm. Those are, those are, oh, hang on. Shut your mouth, old Murph and Sears. I don't want to see no tears. Sound off. One minute. Sound off. One minute. <laughs> okay, tiny ref. Well, that's going to, that, I don't even think we have a minute after that. Now, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. We leave you with the soccer goal of the year from Roosevelt's Jack Heston to send the Rough Riders past Woo! Dowling and on to state. Good night.